I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, I'm sitting here on this sandstone rock in the shade of some eucalyptus trees a few feet from the edge of a, a cliff where the rocks cascade down to the ocean. This has become my favorite place to be. And I recorded my New Year's wish <laughs> sitting here and I realized how wonderful and beautiful it is to be here and record these thoughts to share with you. So the ocean is a beloved place for me now and I've noticed that no matter what in what mood or in what state of mind I'm in when I awaken in the morning as I walk the distance which is a fairly short distance and that's a blessed thing <laughs> to the ocean to the ocean's edge to the beach and then further along to where I can come up to this headland overlooking the vastness of the breadth of the ocean to the horizon I've noticed that as soon as I encounter the ocean in the morning whatever it is that's weighing on my mind or heart is dissolved and it's a kind of miraculous thing. The steadiness and presence of the ocean is like God. It's like the eternal. It's an eternal force. It's the expression of the eternal here on this earth where we all live. So to encounter it as I do, and I'm so lucky to do now each day as I can, I... Um, I realize that it's a healing presence and they say that salt can heal everything whether it's in tears or the sea and there was one more thing that I can't remember now but it's salt it's the presence of salt and of course the sea is full of it but it's the really the steady, also the steady rhythm of, of the ocean that is so wonderful. It is a beautiful presence now that I'm realizing I can count on. So in that sense, really, it's like a friend. But I think in the deepest sense of what a friend really is, what is a friend but someone that you can count on, that you know is there through thick and thin. And in these past two or three years, I've been blessed with people coming into my life as I've made the most challenging transition I could imagine and certainly hadn't anticipated. But there these people were. I didn't know mo most of them before, but this handful of, of people in my life demonstrated to me, proved to me, and maybe this is the definition of what an angel is, that 
a person can be there for another through thick and thin. So I just take this opportunity to thank those people for what they've shared and done and how they've supported me because they've helped me understand what the meaning of friendship is. And at a time when I was struggling just enormously and incredible fear and uncertainty and anxiety. So what a beautiful and, again, blessed thing that is. I think God puts people here on earth so we can be like that, angelic. We can be as angels for each other. So yesterday evening... And evening is a nice time. Of course, it's summer here now in January. It's summer, so the days are quite hot. But uh, in the evening or in the morning as it is now, in the evening last, last evening, I went swimming. And it was wonderful. The tide was coming in, and the waves were rolling with a greater force. But in this protected place where I like to swim, where I feel at ease and more confident. I'm not one of these great swimmers who can go out into the ocean like some people do here, and it just is a marvel to me. I'm awe-inspired by their abilities. So I, I find the protected spots and little coves where the waves are gentler. And so last night I went and swam for a bit, and before I did, I put my things, my belongings down near some some people who were just sitting there also enjoying the little beach and I asked them if I could just put my things down near them because I always like to do that just as a kind of way of safeguarding them and they were delighted and happy and said no worries they'll be happy to watch them so I went in and swam here and there in the waves as the as the tide was coming in and the tide would kind of come over me you know not in any great force, but it was just the feeling of being in that eternal rhythm of the sea, which is so extraordinary. And as I looked down, I saw there really almost the color of the sand, and I would say camouflaged, but not totally, I saw a stingray. Now, the stingray was probably about a foot wide, and it had a long tail, and I was a little nervous, but what was beautiful is that the stingray really just was quite happy to be there moving here and there. It moved, and then it finally moved away. It moved away to another place, but as it came by me, there was a kind of feeling of of just ease about it, and it moved with the water. It's as if its body and its the way in which it's been created, this creature, the way it is shaped and formed, is the perfect way to move with the ocean's currents. And with the water as it came in, it was just gliding sort of here and there along the surface. Again, it, it, it does this perfect... Uh, it has this perfect ability to hover along, to move along the bottom of the sea, along the sand, under the water. So I was watching it and feeling that its presence was actually quite okay. Again, I still watched out for it, 
you don't want to step on them, that's for sure. But there was something about being able to slowly let in that it was there, and that was okay, and it was moving too, and at a certain point it moved off, and then I couldn't see it anymore. And knowing that I was there too in the ocean, that the two of us, these two creatures, me and this stingray were there and it might sound like a frightening thing when I say a stingray but I don't mean it like that at all I mean I can say I was a little nervous but on the other hand a lot of creatures I think on the face of this planet actually don't set out to hurt us we're afraid of them because over millennia and eons of time human beings have had to face many, many challenges and many hardships and many frightful things, and some of those have been due to animals. But here we are now proliferating throughout the world, and in many cases we're relatively safe, and for the many of us who are blessed to be able to say that. And I think there's this beautiful way that now creatures of this planet can actually become friends. So I wanted to read a little bit of something to you. When I was growing up, I encountered the beloved children's story, The Little Prince. And you might have heard of The Little Prince. It's a beautiful story about a little boy or a little person who lives on a distant asteroid. And there he tends to a little volcano and a little plant. And that little plant is a rose. And there he is on his little asteroid, and he loves the sunrises, but he especially loves the sunsets. And over time, though, the little prince feels lonely, and so he decides to protect his little flower under a bell jar, a glass, and then set off to see what he could find in the way of friendship. So He travels and meets all sorts of people, and he finally finds his way to Earth. And here on Earth, he has some interesting encounters. He meets a pilot who's stranded in the middle of the Sahara Desert, and he meets a fox. So what I'm going to read you is the dialogue between the little prince and the fox. And I read that to you in the light of what I was just describing about the friendship that we can have with all the creatures here on earth and the friendship that we can have with each other. So this is how it goes. So the little prince is there, he's on earth now, and he's walking. And it was then that the fox appeared And this is what happened. Good morning, said the fox. Good morning, said the little prince, responding politely. Although as he turned around, he saw nothing. I'm right here, the voice said, under the apple tree. Who are you? asked the little prince, and then added, You're very pretty to look at. I'm a fox, the fox said. Why don't you come and play with me, proposed the little prince. I'm so unhappy and lonely. I cannot play with you, the fox said. I'm not tamed. Ah, please excuse me, said the little prince. But after some thought, he added, What does that mean? 
tame. You clearly do not live here, said the fox. What is it that you're looking for? Why are you here? I'm looking for men, said the little prince. What does that mean, tame? Ah, men, said the fox. They have guns and they hunt. It is very disturbing. They also raise chickens. These are their only interests. Are you looking for chickens? No, said the little prince. I'm looking for friends. What does that mean? Tame? It is an act too often neglected, said the fox. It means to establish ties. To establish ties? Yes, just that, said the fox. You see, to me, you are still nothing more than a little boy who is just like a hundred thousand other little boys, and I have no need of you. And you, on your part, have no need of me. To you, I'm nothing more than a fox like a hundred thousand other foxes. But if you tame me, then we shall need each other. To me, you will be unique in all the world, and to you, I shall be unique in all the world. I think I'm beginning to understand, said the little prince. There's a flower. I think that she has tamed me. It is possible, said the fox, on the earth one sees all sorts of things. Oh, but this isn't on the earth, said the little prince. Then the fox seemed perplexed and very curious. On another planet? Yes. Are there hunters on that planet? No, replied the little prince. Ah, that is interesting, said the fox. Are there chickens? No, said the little prince. Well, nothing is perfect, sighed the fox. But he came back to his idea. My life, you see, is very monotonous, the fox said. I hunt chickens. Men hunt me. All the chickens are just alike. And all the men are just alike. And in consequence, I'm a little bored. But if you tame me... It will be as if the sun came to shine on my life. I shall know the sound of a step that will be different from all the others. Other steps send me hurrying back underneath the ground. But yours, yours will call me like music out of my burrow. And then look, you see the grain fields down yonder? I do not eat bread. Wheat is of no use to me. The wheat fields have nothing to say to me, and that is sad. But you, you have hair that is the color of gold. Think about how wonderful that will be when you have tamed me. The grain, which is also golden, will bring me back the thought of you, and I shall love to listen to the wind in the wheat. And at that the fox gazed at the little prince for a long time and he said, please tame me. So that is one of the most beautiful and poignant expressions of 
what friendship is, I think. And I read it to you now, sitting here overlooking the ocean, looking out at the vast expanse, and thinking about my swim last night in the sea as that little stingray went here and there. And I think to myself, well, that's, and that stingray was only a foot wide, and here I am, five and a half feet tall. <laughs> so even with the little bit of nervousness that I felt, I think that my willingness to be there and that stingray's willingness to be there, even though I'm five and a half feet tall and the stingray is only a foot wide, is a kind of feeling of allowing oneself to be tamed. So I love these moments and I love sharing this with you. I love these moments of delight in experiencing nature, in thinking about the insects and the birds and the wildlife and the sea and the sea creatures. And here where I'm sitting at the moment, there are some insects flying here and there and I delight to see them. And then I think about the beautiful friends that have entered my life and I think about how extraordinary it is to sit here and share all this with you, whether we've met or not. And how now friendship is so possible through these channels. So at the beginning of this new year, I thought to share these contemplations on what it means to be and have friends. Real friends. Friends that stick with you through thick and thin, who support you, who love you, who know you, who are willing to say, don't worry, you're doing great. Friends that allow you to feel at ease enough to be tamed and friends who in their friendship and love are by definition also that for you. So as this new year unfolds I wish for you many many beautiful moments of friendship of what it means to feel the joys of being tamed and I'll add one more thing about The Little Prince, which is that I first read that book when I was perhaps nine years old. And I, like The Little Prince, felt I needed a friend. So when I read the book The Little Prince, I felt that I had a friend in this imaginary little person. And I began writing in a diary at that time. And I thought to myself, who do I dedicate my diary to? Who should I write to? And it occurred to me to write to the little prince. And so this is one of the entries from that diary. And this was from 1969 when I was just nine or 10. And it went like this. Dear little prince, you might be an imaginary person to most people, but to me, you are just as real as anybody else. Maybe you are more real. Because in you is something that I have found in nobody. An understanding, a feeling toward people. So I'm going to dedicate my diary to you because you are the most favorite person I have in the world. Yours, Jessica. So way back then, the little prince was my friend. And all these years later now, I'm blessed to be able to say that friends have come into my life like that. 
But it's one and the same thing. The feeling that I had for my imaginary friend, the little prince, was the beginning of being able to find the joy and peace and ease of friendship. Friendship is the most beautiful, beautiful thing. And it can take so many different forms here on this earth as we live amidst this infinite interconnected web of life with all these beautiful creatures and with each of us. So that's part of my wish for this new year. That's part of my wish and my vision for this new year, that beauty of friendship, of what it means to be, in a sense, to become tame, to establish ties, as the fox so rightly said, and in the most beautiful sense of what that means, that means friendship. So I wish you again a wonderful, peaceful, beautiful, happy, healthy, joyous, blessed new year, and look forward to sharing more of these podcasts with you as the days unfold.